You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. And welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. Happy New Year. You can still say Happy New Year. Like yeah, my, my cutoff is the the fifteenth. After that, we're not. I don't care anymore. Half a month. Yes. But anyway, uh, it's been a while, and it's good to be back. Shout out to Native for for letting me use their romper room to uh, as a studio, really. So shout out to them. Uh, today's guest, we have to like to introduce uh, MC slash comedian slash host slash producers writer. slashes writer. Uh, P Tech, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Happy uh, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. All the best. All the best. And returning champ, you heard him on the episode on ACL. Alex, how you doing, man? Doing all right. Doing Thank all right. you, happy photographer extraordinaire, master photographer. Uh, master. A- any slashes? Uh, Jedi Knight. Sure. Mm. I'm a Star Wars guy, so I just, <laughs> just, just got to throw it in there. So. No, but it's, it's good to be back. Like it's 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 weird because. Um, I've been itching. There's so many things happening, and I've been itching to talk about it. It's, it's about all talk about all of that stuff, and I'm like, you know, now it's hard one with the baby because I can't do it at home, right? And he, he might show up later if you stick around. He might oh, make an appearance. Special guest. The baby yeah. back is coming. <clears throat> New challenger. New I want challenger. my baby back. Man, you know he's gonna hear that for all his life. Like, I got lucky. I got lucky because I got here by the time I was 16, and. I heard that joke a couple of times, and after that, I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Uh-huh. But like, if I were here as a kid, yeah, that would be every day. Like, I want my baby back, and I would hear all the all the jokes. The, the Chili's, the, the Chili's restaurant joke. Yeah, the I don't song. know. I think he might just get that from adults trying to be funny, like I like that. Ter- like, because I made that just as a terrible joke. But I feel like kids his age are not going to know that reference. Well, they're gonna like. They're gonna know like "Baby Got Back" and uh, whatever other song would would back in it, and they're just gonna yeah, know, call them true. that. There's, there's no escape. I mean, I got that. You know, when people or people will just go, "Hey, how you doing? I'm back," and they go, "Hey, I'm front," and that just okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Take out your I got, punch I, card. I, I gotta go. <laughs> no, but uh, it, it's uh, you know, I'm, the thing is, you know, doing this podcast for what maybe four years now, on and off, mostly off lately. You know, we talk about nightlife a lot. But I'm like, man, I'm getting old, man. I can't be talking about nightlife because I'm not out there anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you guys still like? Do you still go out as much? Not as much as you used to, maybe. You- I I find that I try to make. That's actually a New Year's resolution of mine is to get oh, out there shit. a little bit more. Hey, you get till February first. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's uh, over. <laughs> I need to get out there more. I find myself being so inundated with work that I'm doing and my own shows that when I leave, it's generally because I'm playing a show. Uh-huh. And when I'm at home, it's because I either need to rest or I'm working on something else. Yeah, but stop working, man. Is it's, that- it's hard to get out there just to be at a show just for fun. Honestly, it's it's a hard. It feels like emotional work sometimes to like get out like oh, do on. the whole thing hold on and, and alex tell me if, if you go through the same thing like you go to a show and you can't really enjoy the show because you're thinking in the back of your head oh shit i gotta do this i gotta wake up in the morning i gotta adult mm-hmm. i do all, all this adult shit i'm a dad so i'm thinking oh fuck i got i'm gonna be up at four in the morning six in the morning seven in the morning take care of the baby so i can't really focus and have a good time anymore you don't so, so so I I do all that thinking before I even like get showered to even try and think about coming down. <laughs> oh, and, and then, then I talk get, myself out of it, and I'm like, ah, you know what? Like going to shoot photos, like I love doing it, uh-huh. and I like listening to certain music and stuff like that. But then I'm thinking, like, man, 
all right, then I got to get up, I got to shower, I got to get down here, pay for parking, and then I'm shooting photos, and then... So it becomes more of a hassle now? Well, I think as I've gotten older, well, I think a lot of it, too, is because I, I'm, I'm not getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah, know, like but I, I, I do it because not- I love it. But then whenever I do it because I love it, then, like, you know, for the next, like, five days, I'm getting, like, text messages. Hey, man, you got those photos? I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> well, I'm talking, about, I'm, I'm talking about just to, to go and enjoy yourself. Because you, uh, you, got, you got people like that that just, like. I just, you know what, man? I, I do different things now to, to, you know, the whole. I think maybe because whenever I was in my 20s, sure. I worked downtown. I was in that scene. That's why I mentioned. Behind you. the bar. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Like, I was behind the scenes. I was in the bar. I got to go to the live shows. I've done all that. Uh-huh. So now it's just like, like I pick my spots. And right. Then, and those spots different. are few and far between nowadays more than they used to be. So Right. But it's, it's not about go out just to go out anymore. It's yeah. like, look, if, if there's an artist coming through, I'm not going to miss that no matter what I, I got to do the next day. Right. Case in point, the fucking revolution yeah, that's, last month. Like, you don't point. miss that. Right. Right. And even even if there's an artist that shows up and you're like, you know what, I'm not really a fan, but I could use a break, you know, and it's one of those, if I don't see him now, he's probably going to die soon because, I mean, let's face it, all of our- the, All of the ones that we grew up with. Exactly. Movies, they're yeah. going away. So if you don't catch him now, it's like, what are the chances that co- they'll come back to Austin? Yeah. You know, especially if it's a one-off type deal and it's not like part of a festival, you know, um, so you got to take advantage of that shit. And it, it's not- but. I got to say, like, sometimes I do feel like, God damn, I've been at this house all day. Get that. Get that oh, I got to get the fuck out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and going to a coffee shop won't cut it because wherever I go, like, I need music around me. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just, you know, sit at a restaurant by myself like a douchebag and just, like, stare at people and try to, you know, stay off of my phone <laughs> and everything. I'm not doing that. So I'm like, I want to be where there's music, where there's, like, energy. And where is that? At a show, at a bar. At yeah. least in Austin, if you know any other play or a comedy show, right? I think that, I think that just piggybacking off of what you just said, uh, it does become more of a it becomes more of a hassle, and you pick your battles more. Like, yeah, you what you're both saying, like you pick the ones that are the show that I have to see this. But for me, again, with being in your 20s, like you're kind of riding this roller coaster of doing everything all the time. And at this point in my life, I feel like. I need some sort of a return on things and it's hard for me to justify going out. Like if I know I could work on my own stuff at home and then when I'm out at shows, honestly, sometimes I get overwhelmed because I do just want to use it as a chance to recharge and watch something. But especially at local hip hop shows, I'd run into a lot of people who want to like talk and I like those people, but being like around 30 people who all come up to you like within an hour is tough to be. It's exhausting. Yeah. And then sometimes (laughs) whenever I'm at a, like if I go to a, you know, because most of the stuff I like to shoot, you know, is like techno house shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, one, two of the places I used to go shoot at are closed now, so they're gone. Right. So there's few pla- there's fewer places for me to even shoot at. And on top of that, most of the time, you know, I'm getting the typical, you know, group of people. Hey, take a picture of me. Take a picture of me. I'm like, well, well I'm not here to take pictures right. of you. But don't shoot. I'm talking about going out without shooting. Like, forget the work. Just Walk out your door without your camera. When's Wait. the last time that happened? My camera's always in my car. I think you're talking. <laughs> you're talking to two people who I think are like, "What do you mean, go out but don't work?" <laughs> well, see, for me, well, like whenever I'm driving on the road, like I, I'm probably am a bad driver because it's not because like I'm on my phone or something like that. I'm more like I'm driving. I'm like, "Oh, that'd be a cool place to shoot." 
or oh that'd be cl-. you know i'm like i'm scoping out like i always there's always something i see that i'm like oh i want to shoot that or i want to shoot there this that you know i'm always my that's how my brain is always I, working i mean that's fascinating but that's weird because I, I i'm i'm from the school of like everybody got their well maybe not go, go maybe going out is not it but everybody got their their thing that they can't they can't live without like they they gotta do that for some people it's video games some people mm-hmm. it's you know photography some people it's porn some people <laughs> it's whatever but um or all three but it's to me like once you're once you're in it you know you forget everything else mm-hmm. and to me it's always been well music video games and porn but the point <laughs> is <laughs> no, or at least the first two at least, uh, but like music is huge to me because like, the only time I can really enjoy myself it's either in my car, I'm just jamming, but I know I'm going from point A to point B as soon as it. Like I've stayed in my car until like the end of a song or something. Uh, We've I, all I, done I, that, I, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've all or, done and that. then you hit the next song. What's even next? if it's your own, yeah. Even if it's your own iPod, like I sit there, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I got. I got to finish this. I got to finish this. But I'm. I'm big on on energy and being around people with a lot of energy and if at home it's always like quiet or you live by yourself or whatever and then you're like i need i need some like some stimulant like i'm not gonna do coke or anything but i need something to really like you know make me feel alive again type deal yeah and that that's why that that was my reason for going out as much as i did in my 20s Mm -hmm. and i feel like as i'm older now like i still need that shit not as often but you know, I get it when I, I get it when I can. But do you feel like it's been replaced by other things? Because I definitely, I like being at shows, but <clears throat> I like being there, like music or comedy shows. I like there when I am there with like people that I'm excited to talk to, sure. watch perform, or I'm also doing it. I like that social, but whereas maybe I would have charged f- myself with social energy five nights out of the week in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Now it's maybe like one night out of the week. Because even last night, good. my girlfriend was like, we cracked open a bottle of wine and we're watching Drag Race. And she was like, <laughs> ah, Saturday night. Yeah. This is the party I want to be at. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Like, what did y'all do for New Year's Eve? Uh, what did you do? Uh, well, you know, uh, so for me, it has been it was a it was a roller coaster for me and my family. I lost my dad yeah, that's right, uh, back in August to cancer. So uh, I think a lot of us were kind of, we're happy the holidays were here, but we were ready for them to be over. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, and you know that it's it is typical New Year, new beginnings, stuff like that. So yeah, it was kind of like a turn the page, you know, kind of move forward. So we just hung out at my brother's house, my my, my sister's girlfriend, um, his DJ set up a DJ booth and just played music all night, salsa music, which my dad loved. Mm-hmm. Then like hip hop music, stuff like that. My sister had a photo booth. We just just did hung out for a family, and my girlfriend was there, and we just uh, we was there. We I think it was like one thirty, went home and went to bed. One thirty. Well, we got home. Two, two. We got home around two. We got. We got. We got home. We got home at bar time, but we we had left around one thirty. It was like you know we were just ready to go. What about you? How was yours? Oh man, it was. Did wild. You watched a marathon of drag <laughs> Uh No, uh, it was crazy. We went to Chewy's. And, uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, I have questions. Go for it. I'll, go ahead. Go I'd ahead. Like to, I like to see how ringing in the year Chewy's. Sounds. Okay, so here's what happened. Hold on. What 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 is the decision making? I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell okay, you. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so New Year's at Chewy's. She and too. I basically had been super broke through all of December. 
uh, and the holidays really put us back. Uh-huh. And she started a new job, and she got her first paycheck on the 30th. And so we were finally, like, for the first time in a month or two, in a position where we're like, we're not panicked about money. Mm-hmm. We're like, let's go get something really indulgent. We decided we <laughs> wanted Tex-Mex. It was hard to find anything that was open because it was New Year's Eve. Chewy's was open. So we went there and we're like, <clears throat> we're just going to get a meal here and pig out. We're not going to spend the countdown there or anything. But basically, we got all this food and we're like, yeah, this is what we wanted, indulgence. And then, and then after that, we went to the Grand, a bar we like, so we could get some beers and count down with around people for you the New Year's. Where? The Grand. It's over on Airport. It's by Cold Town. It's like okay. Um, it's a bar. It's a bar. Okay, got it. But basically, we ate too much Tex-Mex and uh, could barely sip our beers and just felt really <laughs> gross and burpy. And then <laughs> that's what Chewy's does. Dude. And then we went home early and. Uh, Went home early and did a shot of whiskey together and uh, bought a cheap bottle of J. Roger and uh, champagne, popped it in the front yard. Uh-huh. And like, that was it. We like kissed at midnight, drank a little champagne and stood and looked wistfully at the world and thought about what our goals were. <laughs> I, actually, <laughs> I actually did do hey, that. Hey, if y'all don't know, man, beach eggs are romantic. <laughs> I mean, true. he is a writer, man. He's probably... He's Got scripts going all all day. Oh yeah, days. like I'm sure this was all planned. Prescriptions. You, you <laughs> <laughs> man. And so you were out by what? Twelve thirty. Yeah, I mean we were. Chewy's was just like a let's eat fatty food because we can afford to for this night and let's go out on a bang, and then it went right, it went sideways on us. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I mean I probably yeah, stayed. I the thing is I stay up until like three thirty every night no matter what. I'm just a night owl. Yeah, and so. I wasn't trying to like party or anything. I just wanted, I did want to market. I know a lot of people think that New Year's Eve is arbitrary, but I, I do like like to take a moment and kind of reflect and think about what my, like reset my brain a little bit. That's interesting. Like, Cause I, you know, we've all done crazy New Year's Eve. Again, again we'll, we don't sound like three old men. I remember in my 20s, Back New Year's my Eve. Day. Oh my God. Oh, I had a crazy New Year's Eve story or two from, from, the, the, from the 20s. Go for it. From my 20s. Go for it. <laughs> no. Did, did, it, did it involve like a Tex-Mex? No, no, no. <laughs> See, this, uh, that, that was, that's the kind of crazy that I'm into now. But no, I mean. Like, Everything's I'm relative. Saying, this yes, is crazy I'm, now. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there for the the drinking too much. and No, but I mean. It's, it's The New Year's thing that you do in your 20s. It's, it's yeah. this amateur night. That's how I call it. Because there's people who don't go out much all year all year long mm-hmm. and then New Year's Eve to go, we gotta jump, we gotta get fucked up, we gotta go downtown and, and by the time it's midnight you don't even remember what year it is. Mm-hmm. But like my New Year's Eve was what did I do? Oh, cook some lamb. So at home, baby was in bed by eight, doesn't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just another day to him. Um, you didn't wake him up for the countdown? Hell no. Just, <laughs> are you ki- He's kidding on me? a schedule. No, no, no. <laughs> Look, if, if he can sleep the entire night, that's a victory. Mm-hmm. It's like a we do a victory dance when that happens because he, he had surgery back in September, open heart surgery, and then it took him like six weeks to recover. And so for a while, he was sleeping through the night, and then now it's like, our fucking teeth are growing. It fucking hurts. Mm-hmm. And he's drooling oh. all over the place. And he's screaming. He wakes up. He's hungry. And I'm like, dude, we'll try to feed you all kinds of shit. You won't eat. But anyway, so he was in bed by 8 o'clock like he usually is. And we're like, all right, cool. Now we're going to make something. And the thing is, like, 
guilty. I was looking through people's Instagram going, what the fuck are people doing? And seeing pictures of, you know, people partying, you know, W or whatever. And we just, I was just like, you know what? Yeah, just settle for it. Yeah. That's it for what I got. So we had, we had some lamb, made a nice meal. I baked the apple pie. Apple pie, French apple pie. I don't know what the fuck you guys put cinnamon and apple pie all the time. But don't that, look at me. I didn't invent it. it. No, no. But <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> it's like apple pie. I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. <laughs> no, but I do I do this apple pie that not, my mom taught me. Uh, so I did that with ice cream, warm, really good. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you ever come by the house, let me know. Um, and uh, Table for two for me. All right. You're up. <laughs> if you can babysit the baby, I'd be happy to. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Girlfriend that's spoken. Or she gasped, so it yeah, is happening. Well, I have witnesses. Yeah. Uh, and then we're like, okay, and we watched that Band of Snatch shit. Okay, that show. Oh, you did yeah. that on, on New Year's Eve? Uh, yeah, because I was- On New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I thought, if we're going to watch it, well, first of all, there was no movie that I really wanted to watch. I wanted to watch like one thing. Because mm-hmm. if we started watching a series or catching up on some other show, it would have we, we would have been up till like four in the morning, you know, and be up two hours later because that's when the baby wakes up. So we're like, let's watch one thing. Right. So watch that band of snatch shit. And on Netflix, if you haven't if you guys haven't watched it, it's choose your adventure type of type of deal. And it. It's the only show where it's like there's no time. You can't fast forward or anything, right? Because you got to go through all the different scenarios and and uh, you know story story plots and decision points. I kept passing out. I kept I kept passing out. Like every time there was a decision to make, I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And I don't even even remember. So like you just ending. you just did it like completely arbitrarily. I really did. It's so funny that everyone on the internet there's all these memes of people being like, yeah. "Oh, so heartbreaking for me to make this choice," and what I can't believe I have to live Cheerios with it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I can't, like whatever. Like, and then, yeah, I, was, well, I think I saw the same meme. He's like, "I can't choose between sugar flakes or frosted flakes or something like that." And he's like, "But kill or chop up the body, I got this." Like, <laughs> it, like make a quick decision. I mean, it, it's a good concept. I, I I think it's um you know if if that's like the precursor to where movies are gonna go. See, but see, see, but here's the thing though. For me, it's not a precursor. What? This is just a recycling of what I did growing up playing video games. Yeah, but it's yeah. a movie. Yeah. Sega form. Saturn. Yeah, but it's in movie way back form. Back in the day. Yes. So I actually wrote uh, when I was in film school my senior thesis that I had to write. Uh, I wrote like about what is digital cinema, what it, where is it going, how, what is the difference between digital cinema. I'm 33. No, how old were you when you wrote that? When I wrote it, 22. Okay. But it's uh, basically like this idea that everyone calls, at least at the time, was calling all digital movies films, and kind of exploring what are the different, without getting too like esoteric, like what are the differences between analog storytelling that is a film strip that moves in one direction mm-hmm. and digital which is infinite information all happening at once and i spent a lot of time talking about how i thought choose your own adventure was going to be happening but also saying that being said it's being done in video games for a long time because yeah. if you look at it and you're saying well this is a narrative that uh normally we're used to our narrative narratives being controlled by the creator and now you're saying that some of the control of that narrative goes into the hands of the user. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, like, yeah, I don't think I think Bandersnatch because it's Black Mirror and Netflix gets positioned to be like a mind blowing thing. Yeah, but I don't I don't think it's anything new. And no. honestly, I don't want to like. Okay, I don't want to be an old man here, <laughs> like, <Too late. laughs> because there would. Well, I it think would, we've established that we all uh, right. pre old man just talking about good old days. I don't want to. Okay, I don't want to <laughs> ramble too much. I think it would be cool to see more things taking on that and perfecting like the intricacies of interactive storytelling. But at the same time, I don't really want to go to the movie theater and sit with a bunch of people with little buttons like we're on a reality oh, show. Yeah. I want like, yeah. people to be able to craft this narrative that exists for this many minutes mm -hmm. and has a beginning, middle, and end and was thought out and planned. Like, yeah. I don't trust audiences enough to tell me stories that are better <laughs> than good storytellers. Well, yeah. Well, well, one, the fact that it's Black Mirror, you're right. It's supposed to like blow your mind. And there was a big like promo push in the middle of it when you get to when he goes who's this show me a sign or whatever and then it's like netflix or what or some other yeah shit. i think there was that was a little bit of yeah kind of humor yeah and he goes what the fuck is netflix that. it's 1984 but yeah. anyway they say that yeah. yeah there's a part in the show where he's trying to figure out who's controlling his thoughts uh-huh yeah spoiler alert if you haven't watched it oh, too bad. Yeah. okay i haven't seen it but uh, honestly that's so groan worthy <laughs> i'm sorry yeah it, no whenever i was watching it, i was like okay i can see they're trying to make it funny they're trying to put, you yeah. know, like most horror, like some horror movies, they have that, that funny thing that you're like, wow, that's yeah, they did that. See, to that's me, that's just that. Neverending Story. That's just the end of Neverending Story, where the childlike Empress says to bat, says to him, like, as you were following Atreyu, other people have been watching you this whole time, and then he looks at into the camera, like it's this whole thing of like you're it, part of the story too. Yeah, and I, I guess since that was my favorite movie as a kid, I guess I mean, it's a great, I'm it's slightly a great resentful of Netflix trying to be like. Wait till you hear this. Sick well, but, idea. but but like you kind of brought up the whole video game thing. Like like okay, so when I watched Vandersnatch and then I didn't watch it on New Year's. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, that was my what <laughs> <year's>. uh, <laughs> you trying to say, no, dude? I watched I, I watched it recently, so it's a little bit fresh on my mind. Uh -huh. Um, and and I and I probably I probably don't give films that are new or shows that are new a uh, 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 a clean mind when I watch it. Uh -huh. I'm always analyzing it and seeing what they're trying to bite off of. Or mm. rip off from. Okay. And the whole time I was watching Bandersnatch, I was thinking like, wow, I remember like every Sega CD game was like that. Or even more recently, Telltale games. Oh, yeah. That's true. They have games, you know, they do, uh, they, I mean, the big one that they did was. Uh, they did Batman. They did Batman, but they also did um, Walking Dead. Yeah. They've done uh, Borderlands. They've done games where you are you have to pay attention. You have a controller. You got to interact with the game, but, but it's not your typical first person, third person game. It's just. You know, like a like a like a live comic strip right, that right, you right. interact with. So that's the, the whole time I was thinking that. You know, but um, it was it was interesting. I I could see what they're gonna try and do, mm -hmm. and I mean, it basically is a big like, you know, kind of a mind mind fuck really. It of, is of a concept for people that aren't old men. You know, that <laughs> grew up with Sega CD and all that older stuff that are doing now to a newer audience and younger audience. And you know it's a, it's a, it basically is a promo for the next season that's coming up. Right, right. I also, sorry, go ahead. No, but I, I was going to go somewhere else. But if you want to, well, I just wanted to say like that every generation has things that are recycled. And right, that's yeah. the point I was that's trying true. to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will all always get caught into it, and you'll always end up being the quote unquote old man of something. And so I never want to. Like I always want to give things a fresh shot. I'm not trying to shit on Banner Snatch because I haven't seen it. Um, yet. Now you're going to have to. I'll watch it. Yeah. But I think that you know. They say that good artists invent, great artists steal, and to a certain extent, 
those ideas will circle back around and it is a little corny of me to like criticize it for being similar to an 80s movie uh-huh. which i just did um but at the same time i do agree that being said i do completely agree that netflix traffics in nostalgia in a way that is so bold-faced that <laughs> it turns me off and that's honestly why i'm not a huge why i didn't really ride the stranger things wave as much because oh. i was like i really like what you're doing you have some great ideas but man you really want to be this one thing that already exists and has right. for a while well hey. th- think of it this way i mean there's no you know think of think of hollywood th- think in terms of uh music tv shows everything's a remake Oh yeah, everything. I mean, th- there's no new ideas anymore. I, I would, I would say, yeah. I mean, I'll agree with that. I mean, but I would also say, I, I think when it comes to like Hollywood, they, I mean, there's, there's very, very little originality. A lot none. for me, and I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer, well, I'm a gamer for the most part. I'm a gamer for the most part, and a lot of to me, some of the fresh writing and ideas for mm-hmm. games yeah they have some you know sci-fi elements from other things but i mean for me and correct me if i'm wrong like assassin's creed for me that was like a completely like fresh idea mm-hmm. no it was and that game series completely took off to a whole crazy world world now but, but that but, idea was pretty cool for me but now hollywood and movie and uh, tv got to compete with video games I've been playing Red Dead Redemption for months now, and I'm nowhere I'm near still the end because I'm, fish, I'm fishing, I'm hunting, I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking, I'm killing people. Uh, I'm going to, you know, you know looking banks. for Easter eggs and robbing banks and, and shit. Building your own nice little life out here. Yes, <laughs> seriously. I mean, it, it, it's and they they have actors in it. Like the game is like 100 hours long or some mm-hmm. shit. You know, you think <clears throat> The Last of Us or uh, God of War, the new yeah. God of War. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, uh, oh, yeah, like, uh, Horizon, something. Even the new Spider-Man the was new a Spider-Man really was good, good Spider-Man yeah. story. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, unless you're Game of Thrones, or you're The Wire, or Breaking Bad, or Walking Dead, like those big epic shows where you actually see a whole progression and and uh, the plot, the plot twists and things like things are still interesting by season three, four, five. You and know, it's hard, man. But it's hard. You, you in, today's, in, today's, in today's world, it's hard for shows to go past season four. Season five. one? Yeah, I mean, they cancel shit all oh, the time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, or that's if you're NBC. I think you yeah. really you really touched on something by pointing out how the hundred hours of a game, the TV shows fourth or fifth season, and that that competition between TV and video games with Hollywood is the runtime, is the amount of time you have to tell your story. And I think that when you have a shorter amount of time you do need to hit the familiar beats of stories. Uh-huh. I would, however, argue that remakes in Hollywood are not uh, new because like the early days of Hollywood, you would maybe have the same Sherlock Holmes story adapted three or four times in two years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Hitchcock remade his own movies. A lot of people, like remakes were very, very, like you'd have the remakes every few years back in the 30s, but that's when no home video. Yeah. You missed it in theater. Well, it's no, gone. Yeah. So let's make a new version of it and put yeah. it out again. Because that's popular. happened. I mean, that happened in the 90s. You know, had like what? Yeah. Tombstone and Wired Earp came out the next year. Yeah. Little genre booms. And yeah. right. I think that always happens. But I honestly think that the reason video games and uh, television are beating film right now, other than massive films like uh-huh. the Marvel movies, right. which are event movies you have to see, right. Right. Are is the is the number of hours. Because 
I, I think that when you said 100 hours, I was like, oh, that's it. It's that it's so much more time. You can be right. original if you have the time to explore character. Yeah. But if you have two hours to tell it, it's like, well, here's the heroes. Here's the hero before hero. Here's the hero when they <laughs> learn their hero. Well, I mean, you think about like the event, like you brought up Avengers. I mean, 10 years of films, and it's like, what, 30 films? Uh, I don't care. I think I it's like 13. Is, I thought it was more than that for some reason. No. The, uh, like the Marvel? whole the whole Marvel 18? cinematic universe. I, think it's I, I don't think it's thirty. thirty I thought it was more than that. That's all, I mean, it's only what I, I, the I past, might be over the, the last like fifteen. But years? then you had the TV show uh, Ages of Shield. Yeah. That's okay. Tied okay. In with that. And so you had then, the Netflix shit. And then you had the Netflix stuff. So I mean, hey. so I mean, yeah. I mean, that. But I mean, a lot of those things are running its course. And well, Marvel's running. I think Marvel is surfing that wave because they get to do two-hour movies. Uh-huh. that are easily digestible, but they're also playing a serialized long-form story because they're all connected. Yeah. So right, they kind of have a cheat code to it. They get to be a TV show with a you know $200 million budget every time. Right. So, see, that that's big enough to where you can still keep up and pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's closer to, like, a video game universe, right? Yeah. Or and, an anime yeah. universe where everything's connected and you, you see Easter eggs and references. I, I get that. Um, I'm picturing a meeting of executives, you know, for a new movie, and they go, "Okay, uh, we need a new movie. We need to introduce blah 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 to the younger audience. So we're going to bring back all the fucking Disney movies. We're going to make them live action, or we're going to bring back Mary Poppins, or we're going we're going to bring back like classics yeah. or Twenty One Jump Street or whatever. Or <laughs> it, it, what, like because I don't th- I don't think I've seen one. Well, first of all, I don't watch them. But um, I haven't seen one that actually was like, oh, you know what? This was a dope remake, or you just changed the entire uh, cast and changed it to women, and now it's supposed there, to be there this was big. One, there was one, one that popped in one. my head that Which was one? a Disney remake. Maleficent was one of my favorites. Oh, that, that was really because that it, was like it wasn't it just was a, a remake. It wasn't a remake. They took the idea of Sleeping Beauty uh-huh. and completely told a different story that's that was different perspective right on it was a, just a completely that's, different story okay that, that's fair so, but I, I i'm not big like i i haven't seen it yet because i've already seen an animated film and everybody told me that it looks exactly it's exactly the same movie as beauty and the beast i'm like well why are you gonna remake the same movie mm-hmm. but yeah. just with M, with uh what emma watson was it emma watson yeah, that was yeah. Main, so, so, i mean like there's these they're going star power to try and draw people. Right. So. Beauty and the Beast, I have to admit, I saw the first clip they released from, which was the live action version of Belle, the first song. The, like, right. Little Town. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Song. Uh, and I, it made me be like, I haven't seen the animated one in a while. And I rewatched the animated one. And I was like, this movie's nearly perfect. Yeah. Like, really? Oh, the original the animated the one is, is is amazing. It's, it's an amazing movie. The animated one is, yeah. yeah, the animated one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You probably um, didn't watch the the live action. I haven't action seen one the live action one. I did see the live <laughs> see, action Jungle saying. Book though, and that was my one. The live action Jungle Book remake see, was sick. No, I haven't dope. seen that one. Because I've seen only one Mowgli, actor though. There's only one actor. And because the the original Jungle Book, I'm just gonna say, is not Disney's best movie. It's kind of from no. their 70s recycled animation period. Yep. Sure. And I feel like if you're gonna remake something, take something that has good ideas that you can <coughs> expound on and improve. But if you're like talking Beauty and the Beast and Lion King. You're talking about two of the most perfect animated features ever made. And Why I'm, are you trying to get in there? I'm not like. Okay, so how did and, you feel? And, and, how did you feel when you saw Will Smith as a, as the genie on, on the poster? I don't know. For Latin. I guess did you see that shit. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, Robin Williams is one of my all time favorite Thank actors you. Uh, in anything, stand up. Yep. 
TV, film, animation, whatever. So it's going to be hard for me to put my childhood aside. Like we were I was talking about earlier, trying yeah. to come with a clean mind yeah, yeah, into yeah. something new. It's going to be really hard for me to watch Will Smith, but then just try and like keep Robin Williams out of my head the I entire don't, time. I, I can't, honestly, because there was a documentary. Uh, well, one, there's the w Robin Williams documentary on HBO. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking Is it dope. new? Yeah, it came out uh, a few months ago. Oh, dang. Yeah, oh, really no, good, really, really good about his entire life and all that. But there's another there's another documentary about how Aladdin was made and how the the illustrators went and saw a Robbie Williams show and made the genie after Robbie Williams. Well, I mean, so they animated like Robbie yeah. Williams' bits, like jokes, into the genie, and that's how they came up with the genie based on Robin. And, that's, and I mean, so when I see Will Smith, I'm like, Okay, Will Smith, yeah, he's funny, but he's not, like, he can't do, like, most of the stuff that was in Aladdin, in the animated uh, Aladdin, was uh, Robert Williams just ad-libbing. Yeah. A lot of it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, most, I think most, most of, of it, actually, most of like it was, that. yes. And I don't and see Will Robin Smith Williams doing career that. Is yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so, I don't see Will Smith with that kind of witty, quick, like, that well, quick I th mind, I think like I th comedy mind. I don't yeah. see it. Yeah. Well, and plus, he's, he's got to be blue. Well, yeah. I think <laughs> I, he, okay. he has said that he's going to be blue. Really? I, I've, he's like, yeah, he did, like yeah, on yeah, social media, he said he's going to be blue. I had an emotional so. roller coaster with that. Not emotional roller coaster. No, but go, ahead, ups and can, go ahead. So when I first heard live action Aladdin, first thought, obviously, who's the genie? Right. There's no way you can top Robin no, Williams. You can't. When I heard that it was Will Smith, I was like, that's a brilliant move because he's super, super charming, but sure. not in a way that is at all similar to Robin Williams. So I'm actually really excited to see Will Smith's take and, on and it. I, no, and and then when I saw the picture, I was like, not like this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was not excited I at I was, all. I, I, he looked. Like, he could look kind of like Goro from Mortal Kombat. He looked like Shazam. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah, he looks did. like fucking Shazam. I'm saying with the bald head with the with, yeah with the you know, thing. With the thing. Yeah. I, 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 looked, I thought I thought Mortal Kombat. Wait, that movie doesn't exist. What Shazam with Sinbad? No, I mean you mean Kazam with Shaq? No, no, there was Shazam with Shaq. No, it was, it was Kazam. It was Kazam, Kazam with Shaq. Kazam. Shazam with Sinbad is a is a movie that exists only in our imaginations. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! Well, I'm thinking Sinbad. There is, when there I is saw a him. Shazam coming out later this year, though, based off the DC. Oh characters. yeah, I saw the trailer for yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it's DC. Who cares? I think that, I think that's probably gonna be the only DC movie that I'll actually because I like the actor Zachary uh -huh. Levi. He was on one of my favorite shows, Chuck. Yeah. And I think I think he'll he'll do a good job with that character, yeah. acting like a kid. As a superhero, like a grown man superhero. Mm -hmm. I mean that the way he act, he was in Chuck and other things. Like he has that. I think I think it'll be good. I don't know the story of Shazam, uh, but have you seen Aquaman? I have not seen Aquaman. Have you? I want to. You, I haven't. Do seen you want yet. to? I I will wait. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? It's just for me. I think growing up, like I did read DC comics. The only character that I felt like I could relate to uh -huh. was Batman because he was a normal dude. Mm. I, mean, he was a, I mean, granted, outside of him, him having a crap ton of money, but he was a, a person. Right. You know, I, you can't relate to Superman or like unless you like really. I mean, and as a kid, you're not going to dive into the whole deep of like the alien thing. You know, not going to yeah, get yeah, all yeah, yeah. deep into it. So you, but then when you got into Marvel Comics, you like, you know, I got into Marvel Comics because my dad and he grew up when those comics were getting made. Mm -hmm. and he grew up in the 60s, X-Men, and it was more about, like, you know, people not fearing what they didn't understand. Mm -hmm. It was more deeper meanings to it that was right on the surface. You could see it, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Captain America, you know, all those Marvel characters that we all love. 
and no, like Spider Man, it was about his teenage years. And so like, you, they were more relatable. Right. DC was just more on this on this other DC spectrum tells us for me. Stories about gods. Right. Marvel Pretty. tells us stories about people. Right. With wow, is that a shirt? Responsibility. <laughs> yeah. This is. I think this is more humanized. I think so too. I mean, I never cared for. Well, Batman story, I think, is more is more compelling than any other ones. Right. Um, Aquaman, I don't. I didn't think anybody would care. I really didn't. If you watch Justice Le- Justice League, the, the cartoon back in the day, mm-hmm. the Hanna Barbera one, nobody cared about Aquaman. Aquaman looked. He looked dumb in that cartoon. Yeah, he did. He like, whenever they need dolphins to like ride across the ocean, <laughs> call <Yeah>. Aquaman. <laughs> that was about it. Nobody cares. They're fighting dark side. Yeah, it's like some dolphins. Unless, unless the enemy was on water, like Aquaman can't do shit. So, and then when I saw the trailer, I'm thinking, okay, it's, it's another one of those movies that, like, okay, here's a guy, he's special, and then he finds out he's special. And then now he got his special power, so he got to do some shit because some other guy who thinks he's special wants his special power. Some, it's usually the same fucking story. Yeah. And well, there's a girl along the way. And, and I, I can't say that I was never a fan of superhero movies because of that because it's, it's basically the same, you know, the, the epic story. You know, mm-hmm. as a writer, you're probably familiar with the, the structure of that. It's like it's always the same thing. And I'm like, unless there's the, the story is compelling or the characters are, are compelling, like – I can sit down and, and watch it, but I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, but for right. superhero movies, it's really hard, though. Cause what, to stay, cause, out of, to stay outside of that? Well, I'm saying, but just, I mean, like we were saying earlier, you only have two, you only have, what, two and a half, two, two and a half hours to tell an origin story for a movie. Let's say, like, the, fir- the first X-Men movie came out, what, 2000? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw it, and I don't know. Like, I just, from the, from the very beginning, I just, just did not like that movie. Like, the opening scene and just how they, how they, like, I understand they're trying to make it, more real, mm-hmm. like trying to like, like harness that realness to it. But I mean, 2000, I was just barely getting out of high school. Like I was still reading comic books. Like I was like, no, nah, I want to see like, da, 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 like the old 1993 animated thing yeah. come out. You know, right, like right, I want, right, I wanted right, that right. kind of X Men movie. I wanted like, if you're gonna make an origin story, I want the five original and just start from there and then go from there. Mm-hmm. Which, which is what they they've done yeah. recently. But when it first came out, it's hard to tell an origin story, and then and it's hard to cater to a new fan base versus a you know, comic book character fan base, you gotta find that balance and I I couldn't do it as a writer or director or whatever. Well so. if you flesh it out over multiple ones. I mean I think the the Dark Knight series was pre- was pretty good. Yeah. When you're talking about that like everything looks kinda deep blue and everyone's real serious <laughs> <laughs> that kind of superhero movie, X Men started that and I liked it when I was a, when I was younger, but I think that Spider Man is the first modern comic book movie. I think which that X has been so like six which, or seven. I'm talking about Raimi's Spider-Man 2002, oh, the man, first I, one, because I think Tom, that, Tom one? yeah, because yeah, X-Men yeah. the first one was very self-serious, and I feel like the first time people were like, oh, this is what a Marvel comic feels like on the screen was Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire in 2002. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right because I felt like it did capture those moments where I, when I would watch like fight scenes and they would have like a little Spider-Man quip of him like. Saying something smartassy, and then mm-hmm. I would go back to him doing like it, it did have that. Also, comic just the book. color palette that's nice yeah. to look at. The yeah. what? The color palette. It did like, have, no, the colors the were like super. No, it was just like super vibrant colors, and it was just you know, yeah. No, I do. I agree with that. With that first Spider-Man, but man, Spider-Man three. Ooh. Spider-Man three. Is that the one when he dances down the street? Oh yeah. Whenever <laughs> no, they introduced no, the, no, that was the symbiote. I, I the symbiote. Symbiote. Listen. Scene. 
listeners of this podcast, uh -oh. the jazz sequence in Spider-Man 3 <laughs> is one of the coolest and bravest sequences you gonna in a Hollywood this? movie ever made. <laughs> you mean ironic you're going to defend this? No, I love that sequence. I don't think that, I think that movie is insanely flawed for a number of reasons. But, but okay, then that's just that sequence. sequence. I just think is so like balls to the wall, goofy, and I just respect it's, it. It's it is it, it it's one of those ones where you gotta it, you're almost embarrassed to watch it. But you're supposed like, to be because he thinks he's cool and he's <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah, but it's 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 over it's over the top. It's so out of out of character. I I, I don't know. It, I didn't. I, I'm not saying everyone's gotta love it, but I will always stand for that sequence. <laughs> All right, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy. I, I was out going from that that series of Spider-Man movies to the the Homecoming. I think the I haven't one, seen that one either. That, what I loved about Homecoming is that you finally got to see, like like so the first Spider-Man in the Sam Raimi ones, and then you know the comic booky like it was very like you could feel like it was like almost like pallets of just like pages flip, being flipped. Uh -huh. They did that with Homecoming. But now you can see the emotion mm. in Spider-Man. Like, it actually made his eyes move. Oh. So it added that element to it. And I was like, here we go. Now, this is this is what we're talking about. And I thought Tom Holland did an awesome job as I'm, Peter Parker and Spider-Man. I haven't seen it. He's but, awesome. But yeah. here, so now, talking about video games and, and movies, can you name one adaptation of a video game into a movie that worked? Because I can't. Think Mortal Kombat in 1995, 1994, <laughs> whatever that shit. That uh, works for me when I was, was 10. That was hilarious. 95, 96, something like that. There, there, yeah. yeah, there was Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, that was god-awful. <laughs> yeah, Come was, on, man. There was, it, it, you dude, had Jean-Claude Van Damme playing Lieutenant, a United Guile, States Lieutenant Guile. Guile. Yes. Like, that just doesn't... Uh, I was waiting for the hair. Like apparently, the, he was on a coke binge. Yes, I read that article. I read an article. Well, yeah. He was like, oh my God. completely coked out the whole time. Horrible. Uh, it, Doom. There was a Doom with the the the, oh, the Rock. The Rock. It. Yeah, that was uh, Resident good. Evil. Has I would say, I would say the, the most successful franchise has been Resident Evil. That's I would go out and say Resident Evil is probably like as a fan of the games, but it has nothing to do with the game though. It has very little to do with the game. And nothing to do with the game. But I enjoyed it, and Marilyn Manson did the score. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't. Go, and then, I don't know. They, Think about it. Like, because they're talking about they've been talking about doing an Uncharted movie for mm -hmm. a long time. Uh, uh, I hope they don't. The best video game no, movie the, is not based on a video game. It is Edge of Tomorrow. That is the best. Is video that the game one movie. where uh, Tom Cruise keeps Cruise, going yeah. over and over again? Yeah. See, that's cool. Is that that, em, that's uh, Emily like, Blunt. It feels like one, a, too, right? yeah. one of those a Metroid game where you keep dying and yeah. you start over. Just figure out the patterns. Yes, that's yeah. the best movie about video games that uh, isn't based on a video game. Okay, good point. I'll give you that. I'm waiting for another Tron movie. Why? I, I mean, Introduce it to the new generation, to the younger hey, generation. Dude, Tron, no, to me, it, hey, Tron Legacy was pretty Tron sweet. Legacy was the best 3D movie, other than Avatar that I saw, because there was so like Avatar when I when I saw Avatar, it was like in that in your face kind of 3D, mm -hmm. you know that you're like oh my gosh you're like looking around the room you think there's things floating around you. Tron was a completely different one. You actually felt the depth of every part of the grid. Like you were like dudes like. 50 you know 50 meters away and he, like it was it was a really good uh 3d film and then on top of that Daft punk did the mm -hmm. soundtrack for it too right. so <laughs> okay if the music part is it is uh i know i just well th okay to go back to like bandersnatch and all that stuff choose your own adventure i think if down the road you go to movie theater right and you know you put in the vr goggles 
let's let's assume that it's cheap by then. Um, and you're in the movie, and it's basically choose your own adventure in the sense that you look wherever you want to look. So whatever you're experiencing, because of where you're looking and what you're paying attention to in that scene, could be different from your neighbors. Mm. So it is kind of a choose your own adventure type deal. And I think if uh, you know if that's where movies are going to be to say you know five ten twenty years down the road like that'd be dope because that, that i think that could that could probably save the movie the movie industry if it's not just i sit here for two hours and i watch this shit that i've already seen well, what everybody's been talking about or it's a remake or whatever now it's actually an experience like people want to you know that, sell you like all the a, time. Well, that seems more like a step backwards for vr than a step forward for right movies. Because yeah, but they, they, it's VR with no interactivity. I mean, I, I get that, but that is like purely digital world. And I think part of the my romantic attachment to film is this idea that you're using the camera. All you can use the camera for is to capture things that already exist, uh-huh. but direct the frame in such a way that you're pointing out something that you wouldn't notice by just standing in the room. So oh, the, so the mean- camera as an eye that is the only eye given to the viewer is much different, like philosophically, than uh, yeah. the environment is what we're giving to the viewer. So you're saying like it would take someone's job out of picture because you're. I'm just saying I don't want it to replace traditional. <laughs> oh, I don't think film. it ever. I don't think you're ever going to get rid of movie theaters and traditional films, especially when you got good directors and writers out there. I mean, I mean the last. I mean, you got like Christopher Nolan. That's like the fir- like, sure. like his movies. Right. So that's one of those original. movies like you you have to really like. I mean, sure, Inception is like the first one, but for the first one, I remember watching. I, I might be misplacing directors, but Memento was like one of the movies that I remember watching in a the theater. Uh, you yeah. have to watch it many times to get. I it. had to watch that so yes. many. I spent I at least probably watched it in a the theater three or four times to try and figure out what Memento? did I just watch. Yeah. Memento, have you seen it? Memento was like when I was peak junior high film nerd, I bought it on tape and watched it over. Yeah, and over. I had to watch that like a few times. Like there's the a diagram, I think, on the on a DVD or something you that can shows watch it you. in order on the DVD. <clears throat> yeah. Too. Oh, you can? You, yeah. There's a certain oh, there's nice. a certain like code you got to go through the menu uh-huh. and it'll play the movie like like forward, forward, like, forward. like from from one from end to end. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Cuz the movie has like it has there's it's playing backwards and yeah, there's like two different timelines, there's like two yeah. timelines Crossing, happening at the yeah. same time. Yeah, but see that like to me, that's w- that's the kind of shit I, I I like to watch. Like, just if if I'm watching a movie and or a TV show and it's like within the five minutes, I'm like, okay, I know exactly what's gonna happen. I'm not. It's it's not gonna get me. Like I was surprised when I started watching. We um, watched Breaking Bad. A couple of years ago, we were probably one of the last ones uh-huh. to to watch it. But it took me a while, and I was like, "Holy shit! How did they come up with this?" You know, and it really blow your mind. The Wire is another one that I've been that slowly trying to watch that show. The Wire, the Wire. Oh, yeah, man. I've heard great things about it. So, and I mean, it's I think it's already it's not it's not on anymore. So it's, yeah, it's been it's been gone yeah. for a decade now. Probably. Yeah. Hello. You you don't sell the show? You on the mic? My son is here. Everybody. <laughs> like, I'm out later. It's like I'm out. All right, never mind. <laughs> I don't want it. Start start to speak, and I'll give you a mic. I'll give you six months. <laughs> uh, he's, he's about to be a year old uh, on Friday. Anyway, um, no, but, I mean, that's what hooks me. Like, I've been watching, uh, like, Ray Donovan on Showtime. I love the way the characters are, uh, you know, fleshed out. 
Uh, it's another show I'm watching these days. And you know what's funny is that now when you talk to people, like that's like the go-to. Like, oh, have you watched this on Netflix? Right? Oh, have you watched yeah. that? On Netflix? Have you watched this documentary? That's, oh my god, you have yeah. to watch blah blah blah. Black Mirror was the one for a while when it first came out, mm-hmm. and now it's like, oh, you have to watch, watch Bandersnatch and fucking Bird Box and what's uh, the one you that everybody's talking about now? I've, I've heard people talking about I'm, the show I'm, you. There's so much. Yeah, it's I, it's, it's it's it is an oversaturation. I feel when it comes so just, sorry. Just, <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Just being bombarded with shows, just like I can't you, stop. You feel bad for it? I don't feel bad. I feel boxed in by Netflix uh, because they have such. They are the best at manufactured hype. So yeah, they can put something out, and they don't need to worry about the reviews. They can create a bunch of memes that are ready to be dropped on the internet as soon as it premieres, and then they can uh, yeah. like throw ads into all your feeds and then it does become this essential water cooler conversation yeah. where you're like you have to be you have to see it if you want to talk to people and but bird box never looked like i just i don't want to did you see it no because i don't. didn't think it looked very good and it, i don't it, it, okay don't was, i mean it, it didn't seem like something i'd be into it, so, go ahead no no no, 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 no ahead, i want okay okay you want to go first you want to rock paper scissors over it all right one two three. Oh wait I what the one hell? two three hit oh my bad here we go one two three hit all right, go All right, ahead. I'll go first. Um, Bird Box review so by Bird- Alex, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear it. So it felt, well, I can see why a lot of people were into it. But, again, I I, I just, it's just my my crutch. I can't watch a movie without thinking of other films. And all I could do was watch oh. it. And I felt like it was a few different M. Night Shyamalan movies wrapped into one movie. <laughs> That's a good point. It was like The Village uh meets um what the signs meets the happening meet, meet quiet place you know and oh, quiet what's the movie yeah, yeah. and a lot of i've heard a lot of people call i haven't yeah, seen, I haven't quiet seen place that yet, either, but that's what people but, uh, but yeah i mean it, i it wasn't as much hype as it's gotten and how much viewership that it got it doesn't to me I think that's where a lot of people get mis- misled on f- in movies. Yes, is because you. like, oh, it got X amount of views because that's what the metric is now mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah, like, how many views on Netflix did it get, or in a couple, or like in in the right. yeah, or like how, how much did it make in a box office in the opening weekend? You know, and and I think you know like everybody, and again, going back to me being a Star Wars fan, I'll go back to Bird Box, but when Solo came out. Mm-hmm. Forty like when there was like halfway movie through through halfway through the movie, I looked at my girlfriend, I was like, "This movie is awesome!" Like this is probably this is the next best movie than Rogue One outside mm-hmm. of like the original Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I mean, but but then everybody crushed it because it didn't make a bunch of money, but it ended up making a whole bunch of money anyway. Right. But the opening weekend, it didn't make the standard Let's think about all the great movies that bombed at the box office like the thing john carpenter's the thing was a total bomb blade runner but uh-huh. they're cl- they're classics though and they're in people that watched it when it came out like they're like yeah i was there when i watched it well my thing with bird box and i'm not going to go as deep as it, I, I was thinking other thing i was i was really trying to focus and trying to figure out what the fuck was going on do you know the premise of it a bird box yeah i that you can't it's boggarts that's what i got <laughs> it's what the Boggart from Harry Potter, that it's a monster that when you look at it, it's what you're scared of most. Right. So, yeah. Except you die. Or you, you have to you, die. You, you yeah. kill your, like you end you, you up end killing up like yourself. Commis- or, yeah. That's a great concept. That's where I got no, the no, happening. That, that's the thing. Yeah. But Netflix is it's good at, at coming up with concept, but execution is horrible. See, I got burnt by Cloverfield. 
that was what I was burnt by. And I think that's why I'm like, I don't trust you, Netflix, and you're a little like, oh, I'm going to 98% match you on this. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to like this, Adam. Uh, you're going to like this. <laughs> no, but so so Bird Box, and uh, as soon as I start watching within 10 minutes, I have so many questions just about the plot. And I'm, and I'm the kind, I'm, I'm a completionist, if that's, that's the word. Like, I want to know. By the time the movie ends, I better know everything. Otherwise, they're just wasting my time. I mean, there's... Oh, man. Yeah, so that... When I got that, that that's no, or or it's a Christopher Nolan movie, and I'm, I'm still like, oh wow, okay, I get it, that was deep, and I see why they did X, Y, and Z, right? Right. But Bird Box, I was like, okay, so she cover covers her eyes, and she's on this journey with her eyes c- covered. How the fuck does that work? First of all, and who are these monsters? Why are they there? And some people try to come up with all kinds of deep theories, like it's a it's an allegory for you know, uh, connecting with people and how like she's just like she's all cut off and she's all, always has she's blind to the rest of the world or blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, her character did kind of have like a a weird kind of yeah, but view it's not. It, it, it's I mean, to my taste again, this is just my opinion. It's it's not explained well. And by the time the movie's done, it was like a it's like a big joke to me. It's that's like why, a big that's why joke. I thought the village. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still watch it. Adam, the still village, watch it. Like, really? I might get high. Look, get high, get some wine. Yeah, or whatever the thing you were I just, drinking uh, for New Year's. Okay, can I go back on another New Year's resolution? <laughs> One of my resolutions <laughs> is to get back into watching, just trying to watch movies I haven't seen, new and old. And so I'm trying to like choose, like, what am I really excited to watch? And I just that's I don't know. I'm not trying to like say I think it looks terrible or anything. It just I have a little stack of movies I'm trying to get through, and I've never been excited for Bird Box. What's 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 your favorite type of movie then? <sighs> oh. You okay, dude? It's all right. You got it. Oh. My son just fell. It's all right. <laughs> He's strong. Go ahead. Um, let me think. Favorite kind of movie? Yeah. Like genre? Yeah. Ooh. I have no that's, idea. That's a hard question. All of them. I don't know. I can answer that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like a real horror nerd, and I probably that's still very much within me. But because I I love horror because it's it's what tells us who we are. I think. Well, there there's to me there's smart horror like um, Jordan no. Peele's joint, yeah, yeah. and then the Us that's coming out this mm-hmm. year. Like that's smart horror, right? Right. But horror where it's a bunch of young pretty kids that go into the woods and find a house, they're on vacation, they're all hot, and they all disappear one at a time. No, I can't. Well, that, that, Do you see that's like in the, the woods? That's like, that's like huh? the slapstick version of horror. <laughs> no, no, but, no, but I mean, that, that's like, to me, that when I think horror movies, that's that's where my mind goes. See, yeah. Oh, wrong turn. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. Whatever. Right. However oh, many yeah. there was. If you even have to make a sequel of well I'd, let me backtrack because the first three or four nightmare on elm streets were actually pretty good but the first one i said like nightmare see me growing up nightmare on elm street oh like, okay to mm-hmm. me like a good horror film taps into something that that's like a necessity that people need and uh-huh. when when west craven came out with nightmare on elm street to be honest it fucked with a lot of people going to sleep yeah like, okay you have to sleep right did you have nightmares when you saw chucky oh no, no. Okay, so no, but when I watched Poltergeist, that's a whole different thing because clowns, no. Oh man, Poltergeist traumatized me as a child. Yeah, that scene where that guy peels his face off, right? 
Wow. I, and then and, and any time a screen went static, like I would turn off the TV real yeah. quick because that, that would scare me. And it probably still does today. I just haven't seen a static screen wait, yet. Wait, right. till the, <laughs> wait till the remake comes out with Kevin Hart and The Rock or some shit. Kevin Hart and The Rock in Poltergeist. Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there opening night for that. Oh, The Exorcist, yeah. Yeah, they did a new one? Is well, there no? they didn't do a new one. They... I remember this is this is like a decade ago, mm-hmm. but they re-released oh. the original one. They okay. added a couple scenes in that spider crawl scene. Yeah, that was a trip. The head and then the the insults. <laughs> yeah. Poor girl. She no, but there was there was one that. scene that wasn't originally released. Uh huh. And then they when they re-released it, they added this scene. Um, and I'm I could be telling it wrong, but there was a part where they were sitting all in the dining room, and then all of a sudden you hear kind of some like crawling. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, the camera just pans to the staircase, and she's like spider crawling upside down, like at the camera. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Because like, if you watch the original, that never happened, and you were like, "Oh," and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like that's you know, then, the ring, the first ring got me. Oh yeah, the ring. Okay, I'll give you that. The, the first ring, ring got the, me. Once you come out of the TV, yeah, I freaked out. Yeah, but I then, but then I then I, then my brother was like, "Oh, that's just a Japanese remake." I'm like, "What?" And I watched the Japanese version. That one was. Cheap, oh, like the, the the graphics are really cheesy, but it still was just you know like that Nightmare on Elm Street like you know this this different the the actual practical mm-hmm. effects mm-hmm. you know where you see it you're like wow that's awful but it actually was pretty scary or like John Carpenter like thing scarier because your eye can see that it's in the room with those actors yeah. even if you know it's latex there's something about your <laughs> eye recognizing that like this is a real thing that everyone's yeah. looking at I'm, I'm have to go back and and watch it or introduce this to my son they did do a remake of the thing didn't they there was a it was a weird it was like a sideways remake um basically it was the same story being remade but it still kept the other one in canon okay so it was like people discovering the site from the first one Uh, but then a very similar yeah because you can't replace kurt russell kurt russell is in the original thing speaking of kurt russell uh big trouble little china ah love that movie with the rock Oh, no, yeah. No. Yes, yes. No, it is happening, that? my friend. Uh, it is happening. Okay, you know, I'll give it a I saw chance. It, I saw it recently. It, it was on, like, Freeform or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, yeah, it is cheesy. It is cheesy as fuck. All the cliches are there. Like, the 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 Asian friend with the Kung Fu. Are they going to have the RZA playing one of them? I, I have no idea. All I know awesome. is that it, it, <laughs> they announced it was a while back that they announced it, that The Rock was going to be. Yeah. Uh, so, well, no play Jack. What's his name? Jack. Uh, Burton? Jack Burton. Jack Burton, yeah. Why ah, not? Ah, man. See? I don't know. No, it's just because the, new, scene, the, the scenes are so obvious. iconic with Kurt Russell, you know? Like, you now know? The Rock is going to take over the shit. I just, I just, I just I motherfuckers to China. I can't see The Rock saying, you know, it's all in the reflexes and it sounds as cool as Kurt Russell. You think The Rock is going to throw that knife back at that Chinese guy? No, nah, he'll probably just rock bottom somebody or something. Yeah, probably. He throws that in every movie. Okay, I'll, I will, I'll give it a chance because I, I thought the same about Jumanji. A Robin Williams film, and I was like, "Oh, they better not remake it." But it Kevin wasn't Hart. a remake. <laughs> but it wasn't a remake. It was just a kind of continuation, mm-hmm. and it was a twist on it. And that was actually a really funny movie. It was. It was. It a, was a really good surprisingly movie. Surprisingly good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It I, was I, my I, girlfriend's eight year old that watched it. She's like, "Oh my god, I love this movie!" And I was like, "Really?" And I was like, "All right, we watched it together." And I was like, "Wow, I was laughing the entire time." It's actually a really good movie. Really? Yeah. Get out back to the whole interactive films and video games that's what it's about yeah yeah okay i'll give you that 
Like, I never bothered because because isn't Jumanji just a commentary on how oh, we interact blah, blah, with blah, blah, guys? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all and have it's Jumanji based off of in the our game. Head. We all have Jumanji in our heads, guy. This is deep. Uh, maybe I, I, I maybe I get high and just and watch it or something because I I can't get over every for the most part when you take a classic. Well, maybe Jumanji. Uh, would you consider it a classic? Would you? No. Mean, no, I mean it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. His I best. think it's great. I don't it's think it's a okay, great. It's okay, a great say, film. Say, say they made it? Mrs. Doubtfire. They remade Mrs. Doubtfire, and then they cast it. I don't know. Who's, who's Who would really you good? cast? That's what. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who would you cast for Mrs. Doubtfire today? It's got to be someone hot. It's got to be some like someone that's hot right now. I mean, Steve Carell would be the only person I could think of that could even be close yeah. to pulling that off. Okay. Yeah, I give you that. Yes, yeah, I mean that's the first person I could think of, because he he has a lot of layers too. Because a yeah, lot of movies that he's come out with recently, they haven't done well. A really though. good actor. That one with the, with the toys and all that stuff, based on the true story. Uh, well, he did that. Uh, was it the, the one with the he was co- like a wrestling coach? Or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. That? So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it did the one, one that just came out with the guy who basically oh, come uh, up welcome with Welcome to Marwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was based? Isn't that based off of a true story? It is. Yeah, but I don't think it did well. No, it got like a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. Uh, that's yeah, Robert Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis again in his like he can't like technology has thrown him so far off his path. Him and Tim Burton, I just want to see both of them make a good movie again. But Robert Zemeckis did you know like Back to the Future, yeah, yeah, uh, Roger Rabbit. Oh, one of my all-time yeah. favorites, Roger he was Rabbit. Always like pushing the envelope on technology, and at a certain point, it got to be so powerful that he had nothing reeling him in, and that movie just looks. And then he made all those. Uncanny Valley movies like Polar Express and Beowulf, and I he just, did Beowulf. Yeah, he did, yeah, he did yeah. all those. Like, oh wow, why did they? Look that was weird. weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Polar Express, the technology, the animation was wasn't great, but like the movie, like the premise of the movie and all that stuff, it was it's a great Christmas movie. All right, um, but yeah, the animation was kind of Beowulf for me. Was it weird, was like man, it, it it didn't feel right. Well, then, and then the only, and then they, who do they cast for? I have no Bale idea who Wolf. that is. It was a big actor, at least at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, like his, it's and like Angelina his body Jolie was, was in that too, mm-hmm. and she, she was? was hot at the time with Tomb Raider and a, and oh. uh, Mr. And Mrs. Smith and all those other films that she did. At oh, time. all right. Well, this turned into a movie review, right? Show. <laughs> <laughs> no, cool. but, no, but this is cool. You know, and like I said, we're three old men just sitting around shooting the shit about speaking remakes. Of, speaking of remakes, what Masters of the Universe? Are you fucking kidding With me? Channing Tatum. What? Yeah, I'm there that- for it. <laughs> <laughs> Channing Tatum. You know? I love Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum is going to play uh, Prince. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Prince Adam. Prince Adam. Prince Adam. Yeah, Prince yes. Adam. He's going to. And Battle be- Cat is going to be all CGI. I have no idea. It's coming out later this year, I believe. Dang, oh no! Bad. Not cartoons into movies. No, I mean they did. There was a, a original Masters of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren back in yeah, the eighties. Yeah, yeah, but it's the eighties. Nobody cared. Fuck. Now I'm just thinking of other cartoons in the movies Transformers. that have been good. Okay. Tra- I've heard Bumblebee's Bumblebee we, we, movie is really good. Though. We got to wrap up, but like Transformers to me, I saw it for one reason and one reason only. I wanted to hear that sound when they transformed. That's what I wanted to hear. All I once. hear was clink, 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 clink. So they did, no, they did it once. The first time I Optimus. Yeah, you got to go back. The first time Optimus transforms, uh-huh. they, do, they do the original 
transforming sound. But then from then on, I mean, you can't tell a bunch of metal just clashing. Yeah, but you're talking about Michael Bay, though. Yeah, yeah, like that's a review of his whole career. Yeah, (laughs) Ninja Turtles metal clashing. It took Ninja Ninja Turtles and fucking threw it down the shitter. Oh gosh. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't need come up with new shit. Come up with new shit. Stop trying to remake things and, and fuck the new audience. Have them watch the classics. See, but I think the and I and and again, this is just me being a like you know step parent. You know, my girlfriend has she has an eight year old. <laughs> Sorry, a lot of, a lot of a lot of these remakes of the classics that we grew up. Uh-huh. Now we're parents and we're like trying to get our kids to capture that imagination that we had when we were kids. We want to give that to them, and then when we watch it, like kids love it. Like yeah. they go crazy you know over what? it, and then we're like walking out as grumpy old men, like oh, I can't believe they did that to Ninja Turtles, you know. <laughs> like, look, I look. But forward. at the same time, go sorry, ahead. go no, ahead. No, 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 fine. Uh, go ahead. Uh, at the same time, kids are dumb. What are you trying to say, man? My son's right here. I know, and I, I had that thought before <laughs> he wandered up. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, kids love it. But I, that was that was a joke, and no one laughed. And thank you, I appreciate the laugh. <laughs> uh, I was just saying that, you know, like kids are gonna like a lot of things. Yeah, yeah you know what? And I, and I look forward to the day where I can sit down and, and watch the Lion King, the original Lion King with my son, and be like, "This is home. This yeah. is Africa." And this, because I mean, to this day, when I when I watch the Lion King, like the Circle of Life, and I, I shit you not, the song, the Circle of Life, especially the beginning, nah, Sue, and all that, like chanting yeah, and shit, yeah. I still get teary eyed to this day because of that. Well, it means something. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean, it's South Africa, but still my continent. Point is. Like, I don't think you'll need to watch the new one in CGI and all that stuff. You can just watch the classic. Ah, don't touch that. <laughs> Here we go. He's trying to be cameraman. Yeah, yeah. no, he's, he's working, VP. On, it. Yeah, working right. on it. <laughs> no, but like, I, I, just, and I'll, I'll close on this. Um, I look at the cartoons now, and they're all in like, 3D CGI shit. I'm like, what happened to drawn cartoons? Like, maybe the last one is SpongeBob. Oh, I miss hand-drawn animation. But it's like, beautiful. I think, um... Tommy, all the Tex Avery, the Hanna Barbera, yeah, uh, fucking the Looney Tunes, all drawn shit, and now it's all 3D with Paw Patrol and and some other. I don't well, even I know the names of the stuff. Like Teen Titans is still drawn, but it looks goofy as fuck. It's Flash animation drawn. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I I gotta I gotta say that that's very my generation is very much like I was born in '85, so I grew up on all the hand drawn stuff, and yeah. as I was starting to come out of pre-teen age and into my teenage years that's when i started noticing everything becoming computer much more yeah and so for me it was like what are kids kids are gonna have this gross bubbly stuff to look at now uh, yeah uh, like the mickey mouse club is all like cgi shit yeah and like, but i going to teen titans though that teen titans go to the movies loved it amazing movie you gotta watch it uh, I like the original Teen Titans that was drawn like the Batman series. Yeah, and now they got this goofy looking fucking characters. The, the movie, I can't have that. the movie that they came out with. I thought it was a series. It is a TV series, but they actually made a movie that came out last year. Oh, all right. And it's it's clever. They touch every single comic book. They cross over to Marvel. Stan Lee. Teen Titans cameos in Whoa. it. Oh, yeah. Teen Titans goes to the movies. It's a movie. Oh. Yeah, it's a movie about Robin. Having his own movie. That's cool. Oh. It, you got, you gotta watch it. Okay, okay. It's, it's already I Fair think it's already on D V D. All right. I'll you should watch it. it. It's good. I yeah. laughed the entire time. I wanna back you up on hand drawn one more time by saying that I also get teary eyed every single time I watch The Lion King. And I got teary eyed. What scene? Honestly, uh mostly when, when the beginning the, the beginning and the end. Well that I think that movie is objectively 
like I think it's a perfect movie. I think it's one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast, though, when I was talking yeah. about earlier how I watched it, I spent like the whole movie with like tears in my eyes just because I watched it on Blu-ray uh-huh. for the first time, and you can see all of those lines. And I was like, this. Inc-, I was like, honestly, just getting emotional because it was such a work of art. I was. Yeah. I feel you. There's something about it seeing people's. When it's drawn, I yeah. Think it's, it's, I, well, I mean, it's 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 classic. I mean, you, you can't. It's it, and it's. I don't know. There's there's something that somebody that could create with their hands in that format, you know, that that just says something different. I mean, granted, there's there's other like Cartoon Network shows that I've watched that are, you know, computer animated, like Samurai Jack is great. You think that's computer animated? I, I don't think it's I think I it's, not, it's drawn it's drawn well, I mean uh, like, di- like but it's all digital though it's like digital yeah but drawn. it's drawn still I mean no but I'm like the whole I'm talking about yeah. like 3D type CGI type shit I think like, there can think, still be good stuff like, there I think yeah. uh, any Pixar. of the Pixar movies but cartoon form with mm. big goofy heads and small bodies just running around going oh what are we gonna do today yeah that's true so yeah, I mean I guess that I mean I because I thinking, think I think around the same time you were talking about when you kind of diverted from watching mm-hmm. you know animated shows is whenever I mean they started getting too digital. You think like a cartoon back in the '40s used to take like six to nine months? You talking produce. about like Bosco? No, I'm talking like <laughs> <laughs> throwback. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking uh, like old uh, Looney Tunes. Okay. From the animation to the voiceover to the music and everything. Like to me, best cartoon ever made is Tom and Jerry. Tom hands and Jerry. Down. P- mm. Hands down. Yeah, I, most I, violent. I will fight you over that. Yeah. Most violent yeah. and, and definitely it was a. Uh, it was, it's it was, all it was, music. Tom and Jerry's it's, incredible. It's br- yeah, it was yeah. brutal. And there was a black lady. You never, all, you saw, all you saw was her legs and we didn't care. Yeah. It wasn't like racist or anything. But sometimes uh, Jerry would win. Sometimes Tom would win. Sometimes that's sometimes they just hang around a fire and exactly. just smoke a peace uh-huh. pipe together. That, yeah. that's the end of an episode. <laughs> and, and they probably touch on every single environment there is, from yeah. the space to the woods to the sea to the, everywhere. Vacation. The house was always my favorite stuff. Every time it was in the house, it started breaking shit. I fucking loved it. Anyway, we can go on and on about cars. We'll save that for another right, show. Right. Alex, thank you so much for yeah. for coming. Yeah, Adam, always a pleasure. Oh uh, yeah, it was awesome. I don't really think kids are dumb, by the way. <laughs> Too late. It's on record. All right. It's on record. <laughs> Thanks for having Where me. Where can people find your shit real quick? Uh, you can go to ptekmusic.com. That's a portal to everything I do. Sweet. Alex? Uh, C12 Photography. Uh, C12.photography is my website. If you want to check Sweet. out my work. And you already know thefeedback.com for all the shows, all the archives. I uh, got plenty of shows to go through. And, uh, You're getting thank- a music outro right now. Huh? You're getting a music outro. Oh, yeah. Right oh, yeah. yeah. My son's <laughs> fucking around Play with us the out. piano. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, check uh, check us next time, and uh, make sure you subscribe to the Feedback Podcast, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. So thank you so much. Ciao, ciao.